Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Find A Way podcast with Dusty. Now, we are truly making a Find A Way episode of this, this podcast because I am in the Dutch Brothers line. And I'm going to order Dutch Brothers um, while we're doing this because I don't want to stop it. Maybe I can pause it. I don't know what I can do. But for the sake of whatever I can't do, if you do happen to see um, me order and then jump back into the podcast episode, just that's just that's what we're doing. Um, this line's insane. Anyways, hi. So we're two weeks out from the uh, blah, 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 from the marathon. And can I just tell you, I am getting, as we're getting closer to the race, I am getting more and more emotional about that last 100 meters, that moment where I know that I've been able to do the marathon. Now, I do have a goal to go under four hours. Uh, just because, like, I know I've ran 21 miles and I'm like, I, I could definitely slow down quite a bit and I could do a marathon. I feel like I can do a marathon. But to achieve under four hours, um, like a three hour something, coming from 534 pounds just seems like something I want to push for. And uh, I'm, I'm on the fence. I've done a bunch of calculators online that say I'm going to come in right about four hours and five minutes. But knowing me and, and the find away mentality that I've got, if, if I'm three miles away and I need to get a certain pace, I feel like I'm just going to grind it out and get it. But I don't know how the race is going to go. I don't know how I'm going to feel. I, I, I don't know. I'm going to better prepare myself and position myself as much as I can to try to be successful. But I can't guarantee. Uh, I can't. I just can't guarantee it. So, um just a little little update as far as my journey is concerned. I'm, I'm coming to two weeks. Now, I, I signed up for a half marathon, full, full transparency, before I decided to do a marathon. And this half marathon is one week uh, from the full marathon. So I've got some adjusting to do to give myself enough rest for the marathon because they say that you want to taper and rest. And... Um, <laughs> It's going to be an interesting two weeks. <clears throat> interesting two weeks. But uh, that is uh, an update nevertheless. Uh, I am continuing and still intermittent fasting and um, seeing great benefits. Um, not really in the form of uh, any kind of um, like scale change because uh, I haven't measured. I, I've wanted to keep my mindset and my mentality off of what this would do for a number. But I've really wanted to go, how do I feel? How do I look? How do things fit? How is that aesthetic to things? Now, one thing I will say is that I do miss the strength training side of um, my journey. I really enjoyed the bodybuilding side of things rather than the running. I liked incorporating running into my bodybuilding journey. So, and I think that that's where I'm going to go back to. Um, but I, I, I miss the strength. Like, I feel like I've lost strength in trying to do pull-ups. And uh, I, I, just, I guess a pull-up is like your full body's in motion, full body's working, full body's doing its thing. And I feel like I can do less pull-ups now. So, um, nevertheless, that, that, that is the journey seven years out, uh, past seven years uh, out. One thing that I, I would say I'm struggling with is working on getting adequate sleep. And I'm going to need that, especially for the marathon, half marathon, everything in between. I'm going to need enough sleep to properly give my body rest. But I just have a hard time. It's it's rough. Um, it's rough with kids. Um 
it's rough having two kids under three years old because they're going on two completely different discovery journeys and we're right there in the middle of kind of trying to balance and level that and and new parents learning discovering good days um tough days tougher days days where like you know there should be a break in here of something that's not as like intense and like uh, yeah, can, can we catch our breath? We, we have said that many of times, but there's been times where, you know, we haven't been able to get both uh, to sleep. They've woken up or this and that until 10 p.m. And it's like, well, we want to have time to ourselves. And, ooh, I'm going to pause and see if I can come back after Dutch. And nevertheless, we're back. I have figured out this podcast thing with Anchor. Um, or is it Anchor? Oops. Spotify, don't voice read what I'm saying. It's called Spotify for podcasters. Okay. <laughs> so we ordered and we're free and we're good. But what I was getting back to, my wife and I are really wanting to have time for our marriage. <laughs> you know, like we want to spend time and oftentimes that becomes difficult for us because the kids take so much of the day and so because it takes so much of the day, it's tough for us to say, hey, the kids are finally down at 930. Let's just go to bed. And it's like, no, we want to. Our thing right now is watching Survivor. It's kind of our thing that we um, watch uh, at night to kind of like, oh, wow, this person got voted out. But with that comes the struggle of getting enough sleep for the training that I need to do and everything that's happening. So um uh, that's a struggle, but you know, honestly, that reminds me kind of the journey itself. If there's stuff that we know that we need to do, and it's like, man, I've got to work out, or I've got to eat right, or I've got to do this, and I've got to do that, and we've got to do all these things, yet it's the actual doing of those things that is non existent. It's tough, it's rough. Um, and I would say, in regards to the health journey, like the the hey, I've got to train for a marathon. Listen, you're going to have to build up stamina and do all that stuff for um, that specific type of training. But just basic health decisions, basic health choices, you're not going to prioritize, or you're not going to put it as a, I have to do this until you're put in the position to. And there's a quote that, that I um, I had read. It's like, Things that weren't a priority um, or things that are, I'm going to butcher this, but it was almost like if, if it wasn't a priority before, it becomes urgent now. And so instead of, so to avoid urgent matters, prioritize stuff when it needs to be prioritized. And I understand I butchered that, but like I can just think about the mentality of just like 150 minutes a week. 30 minutes a day going for a walk. Just the American Heart Association recommends 150 minutes of exercise over the course of the week. So over the course of uh, five days, that's uh, 30 minutes a day of walking, um, whatever your your source of exercise is. That's not separate from, you know, I'm not motivated to go marathon training or to um, go train for an Ironman. Like that's a specialized separate event that I would say isn't, what I'm directing this towards. If you are struggling with basic health decisions, basic health choices to take care of yourself, to live longer, to be around longer for your kids and for your family, 
It's a priority that you do this with the mentality that you have to and that your life depends on it rather than, oh, I just got to get around to it. Oh, I just got to do it. Like my doctor said, you're going to die soon. I mean, does somebody have to say you're going to die soon? It, it's not going to be that extreme for a lot of us that are listening to this. It's not that, you know, I've got that, that 50 pounds I want to lose. It's not that, you know, you're not going to walk into the doctor's office and, and the doctor's not going to say that to you versus me who needed to lose 300 pounds. But you don't know the the bearing of the weight that you carry that gets in the way. So what I'll say say to that is all of us can fully functional, play with our kids, do a lot of things like that without any concern. And we want to get to a lower weight because we want to fit in those genes. We want to feel better about ourselves. We that There's like this weight loss goal for feeling better about ourselves. And then there's the life detrimental side. I almost want to say you've got to approach both with the intensity because I mean, I, like biggest loser, Bob, suffered from, a, what was it, a, a stroke, a heart attack? Someone who is on The Biggest Loser and is the biggest advocate for health and the person like doing the workouts, leading and training people. And yet, um, and, and I don't know the sore, I don't know the, the background history. It's not that he wasn't working out because obviously he was, he was fit. Um, but maybe nutritionally that there was something not there. I, I don't know where the case is, but it makes me think like your life or, or your body your organs, your heart, everything that it takes to, to thrive and to be the best version of yourself requires you to at least put 30 minutes in a day for five days a week. And if you're like, you know what, I haven't worked out, I haven't ate, eaten right, having that I have to approach, it, it's just it's just a must. And I um, I guess I understand the struggle a little bit because I, I guess I'm relating it now directly with I have to get some sleep in order for me to be successful for marathon training. But I want to spend time with my wife because we've been around the kids all day. And it's like, can I be flexible uh, with taking a nap during the day, taking a 15-minute power nap? I can't. Um, can I be more... Because, um, I, I mean, it's not like, well, can I wake up later? Well, if I have to go to work... I only have a limited amount of time before I can do it. So, you know, one adjustment, I'll give you an example. One adjustment is I usually have gone for a run and then afterwards have done some, you know, extra stuff in the garage, uh, whether it's play with a kettlebell, uh, do some stretching, do some this, do that. Let's use stretching as an example. I've been using uh, elongated stretching, really kind of holding poses. Can I start a little bit later, just specifically speaking for my journey. And this is an invitation to speak to your journey and whatever specific to you. But with my particular journey, can I make adjustments to where I wake up a little bit later, go for my run, and then during the day, set a calendar reminder on my phone to remind me to do the stretching that I would have done in the morning during a break at work during lunch? I can and those are the kind of adjustments and really that's where the find a way mentality comes from is it's not going to work out perfectly. It's not going to go smooth. It's not going to be easy, but you're going to have to be adjustable and pivotable. You've got to pivot. Shout out to Ross on Friends. 
Uh, you've got to be pivotable. I mean, this this pertains directly to something that happened this week. I lead a team of about nine individuals. Um, and the team that I lead, I am very big on data. And maybe that's that's uh, coming from the, all the data that I've learned with my particular health journey. But uh, there is a scorecard, and that scorecard will rank the employee on how they're doing at their particular role. And there's about seven columns that will all come together and rank the individual. Now, that ranking starts off very fluctuatable because there's not much results in. But as the year goes on, all, those numbers don't change too much. But there is an ability to adjust and change those uh, numbers if there's a focus or if there's a priority placed on say a particular thing. And so this week, it was actually performance week, and I coached uh, specifically to items that were on the scorecard that an individual could focus and prioritize to end up moving their numbers up. And it was also like, oh, I'm up to the window of Dutch. So I'm going to pause and come back. All right, we're back. I can't have a long stretch of a podcast episode, but can I start recording, pause, start recording, pause, and start recording like this? I can't. Find a way. Make a long podcast, but split it up a little bit. We're finding a way. As an example, there's pivoting that I'm doing. There's adjustments that I'm having to make. And I've, I know I've, I've spent some time talking about this before, and it, it, it pertains... It, it pertains. It's important to continue to mention because your journey is constantly, let me just const, let me just sit in constantly for a second. You're constantly going to have to make pivots and you're never not going to have to make pivots and adjustments. Life is always going to change. You never know. You never know what's going to happen a week from now, a month from now, a year from now. You never know. You're constantly going to have to make pivots. And I would honestly say the difference between someone who's successful in this journey and who is not is the person who is uh, successfully able to pivot when they need to. Think about somebody who's done keto and lost a whole bunch of weight. And then when they lost all the weight, they pivoted towards something more long-term and were able to keep it off. Think about somebody with the weight loss surgery. They had the weight loss surgery, lost some weight. They transitioned and pivoted over to something more long-term and they've kept it off. Now think about those that have done something that you've seen on social media online that have lost a bunch of weight. They lost a bunch of weight, but they didn't pivot to something long-term and they gained it back. They slowly either all at once or slowly uh, all over uh, all over the course of a, a year or a year and a half or two years gained the weight back because there was no true pivot or there wasn't no true constant pivot. You're constantly going to have to pivot to be successful. Constantly. It's never going to not be a pivot and you're just going to have to embrace it. Like just straight up to the point. Dusty, um, seven years out, you've been able to lose it, keep it off. Why? Because I've pivoted constantly. And I'm just, I just know that I'm going to constantly going to have to continue and still and again and pivot and pivot. And it's annoying and it's frustrating, but I would rather deal with the pain, the, the suffering, the, the, the agony of, man, I've got to pivot again, rather than that sunken. And, and if you know, you know. That sunken, sinking feeling within your, your, it feels like your soul. It feels like your heart just sinks to the bottom of the floor of this dread that you've got to do something about your weight. 
that you've got to do something about your health. I lived with that for 30 years. So yeah, I can deal with the agony of pivoting because I cannot go back to that sunken feeling of I've got 300 pounds to lose. I've got 200 pounds to lose. I just can't go back to that. And so pivoting, pivoting. And so I think about my team, hey, you're doing really well here, but if you start pivoting your focus over to here, you're gonna see this number go up. And if this number and the numbers you're already doing really well over here, they will add up to you being higher on the scorecard. I actually did that last year with an employee of mine who was looking to get promoted. And the kind of coach, the kind of leader, the kind of person I am at work is, I love to see people win. I love to see people get to where they want to go. I feel like I'm the, like a conduit, a facilitator of people getting to wherever they want to go. This individual said, I want to be promoted. I want to make more money. I want to do more. Well, the current tier that you're at and how the tiers work at work, you need to be up one more tier or you need to be up, you need to get a promotion. Uh, I say tier, it's not a, I don't, I work for a fortune 500 company. I don't work for a pyramid scheme. I hear tears and it's like, well, if you get 16 friends, that, and it's not like that. It's a Fortune 500 company. <laughs> if you find me on LinkedIn, you'll know where I work. Okay. Um, but if you want to make more money, get more on your check, uh, more uh, on the annual bonus at the, uh, the end of the year, you're going to have to get promoted. Well, how do we do that? We put you at the top of the scorecard. Over the course of six or seven months, we pivoted constantly as the months went on, as scorecards came out, and we pivoted that person to the number one spot on the scorecard at the end of the year. Two months later, promoted to the promotion that they wanted. It's the pivoting to get you to where you need to go. That's what you need to do, pivot to get you where you need to go. I have new employees that have just joined the past four months and are learning how to do what they do learning how to be good at their job, learning how to negotiate, and how, learning how to work with uh, this work, learning this this side of, because we have multiple different departments and some don't have anything to do with what they're doing now and some do. So you have to learn the role and, and get good at it. Well, I've got newer employees that are about four months in and they're showing really strong area numbers here, but they're showing really weak areas here. I said, you've got to find a balance. You've got to find a way to keep this up while keeping this up. And these are some strategies that you can do to do that. Let's try it for a month, see what you think, then come back a, a month after that and then make some pivots in everything. I mean, what, what do we need to go into? The marathon. I, I use this goo. I use this gel. That was nasty. I'm pivoting. I'm not using that again. Wow, this goo gave me really big boost on mile six. Okay, I'm going to keep that. I'm pivoting to get that more of that. Wow, those shoes didn't work. Pivoting. Wow, um, this didn't work. This did. I mean, think about marriage. Your, your your communication style. You better pivot. <laughs> you better pivot the way you talk to your significant other, because if just there isn't a pivot, there isn't an adjustment, uh, it's not going to go too well. Hey, um, you said something a certain way, came across disrespectful. You don't pivot and you just keep on being disrespectful. It's not going to end up, it's not going to end well. You think about work. You think about kids, teaching your kids. They're doing something they're not supposed to be doing. You yell at them. Ooh, 
I don't want to yell at my kids. You do this. Oh, I don't want to do that. I, I don't want to be that parent. You pivot. In order to be good, you have to pivot. That's, that's money. 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 Pivot. Ross, Ross friends. Watch friends. And in order for the, hey, I mean, I feel like this all goes in line. Look at this. In order for Ross and the friends family to get the couch up the stairs, they had to what? Pivot. They had to find a way. And how do you find a way? You pivot. I, I feel like I've just reached the pinnacle of what this podcast means and why I'm delivering what I'm delivering. The whole message of everything of 225 episodes is you and whatever your goal is. You've got to find a way. How do you find a way? You constantly pivot from what you learn. Oh, that didn't work. Learn from it. Pivot. Move on. Oh, that worked. Learn. Learn from it. Pivot. Move on. Learn. Pivot. Move on. Learn. Pivot. Move on. That's the title of the episode. Learn, comma, pivot, comma, move on. I need gas. <laughs> ah. Learn, pivot, move on, my friends. Learn, pivot, move on. And the umbrella statement over all that is you've got to find a way. You've just got to find a way. I don't think there's nothing left to be said. That's it. Thank you for the subscribers. I appreciate you. It's 99 cents. And it's like, eh, it's just 99 cents. You go to the dollar store and get something. No. No, no, no. Your 99 cents is 99,000 reasons why in my head, I'm like, okay, it's, it means something to somebody. And I just got to keep doing it. Sometimes I struggle with coming up with topics and it's like, man, I covered that. I talked about that. People are just going to think it's mundane. I'm saying the same things, but just give me a, just gives me a causation. Um, so I want to thank you. If you're a um, subscriber, appreciate you. Thank you for, for doing what you're doing. I, I had a recent uh, friend and I, I, I know that you probably know I'm talking about you. And can I just say that I appreciate you? You, I, you use my podcast audio as an overlay to your you can video. Um, my friend, that just, you know what that did? That paused life for about 10 seconds. Everything around me paused. And I just came to a realization that like, this is cool. Like I'm helping and there's always the hope. And, um, you know, you, you see social media, it's like, Oh, I've got to be helping. There's this and there's, there's evidence here, the evidence here. But sometimes it's just, it's like, I don't know. It's just cool to pause for 10 seconds and go, wow, like this, this is helping. And it's going beyond just, Hey, listening to this episode, it's helping. So, uh, I am pulling into the destination, my friends. Thank you for listening to another episode. I think this one went rather long, maybe 17, 18 minutes. Hopefully that's all right. I will talk to you on the next episode. I will publish this right now. So if you're listening to this right when I posted it, like I'm probably what, 17. By the time you're finished with this, I am about 20 minutes removed from recording this. So this is fresh, hot off the press. Have a great rest of your day whenever you're listening to this and find a way. Learn, pivot, move on.